What's up, guys? Welcome to AFC Global's podcast, a pod dedicated to helping you build a career and carve out a better future. Okay, so now let's talk about the UK. Yeah. So, how easy or you know challenging is the transition from you know coming from your home country to a you know foreign country? Yeah, I I think uh for myself not really a challenge, and uh I I actually uh quite familiar with the UK living style, but for student I think uh definitely um. Uh, would be uh, a chance for uh, in terms of many things, in terms of culture and languages, especially yeah, and also the time zone difference. I, as you can imagine, and uh, students from uh, such as Southeast Asia, and uh, would have a quite big uh, time zone difference versus UK, and uh, they need to get a quite good uh, a sort of the approach to connect with their friends and relatives in home country because usually the I would say uh, the time would be quite opposite. That means the daytime almost the light time, yeah, and uh, in Southeast Asia, so uh, totally opposite. So we need to work out the schedule for connection. But uh, I think now will be uh, even uh, much more better because I think in terms of the technology uh, advancement, and there will be quite a lot of the communication tool available for for student or even for myself to connect with my friends and relatives in uh, in home country, such as WhatsApp or Line or uh, even for Zoom call or something. Yeah, and uh, now we have uh, quite a lot of the video conferencing system, and uh, really uh, enable us to really connect, uh, be able to connect the friends and relatives easier. That is true. That is true. Uh, did you have any culture shocks when you first moved from Hong Kong to Australia, or when you moved from Australia to UK? Yeah, I think uh, my my uh, uh, my shock thing is really the uh, operating hour for the shops here, both in UK and Australia. Because in my home country in Hong Kong, and all shops and restaurants almost close at around ten p.m. Yeah, but here actually close quite early, so you need to uh, actually uh, know that clearly. Yeah, because I think uh, here the uh, the key activity activities in your shopping. And usually here would be more for leisure activities such as the visiting the national parks or camping or hiking or maybe just enjoying the natural environment etc. So it would be totally different for the uh, sort of the culture. So I think uh, the uh, most shocking for myself is actually the operating hour for the shops. Alright, so if someone's planning <laughs> to come to Australia or to the UK, they have to be careful and plan yeah. their you know day according to the working hours. Yeah, yeah, because I think for my previous time, I could buy the things very, uh, very easily. But now probably would be uh, need to uh, uh, concern about the operating hours for the shops. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So when we talk about the UK, everyone has something to say about the weather in UK. So what are the what are some of the shocks you experienced when you know you moved to the UK, and what can uh, international students coming to the UK for the first time expect? Yeah, and many people actually say quite a bad thing on UK weather. But uh, to be honest, I think for my experience, it's not like that. But I, 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 I need to truly say that for winter is a, uh, um, for winter time in UK is need to be at that point well because for winter here is a uh, uh, rainy, uh, windy, and also cold winter here. Uh, cold uh, winter here, so we need to prepare well uh, uh, to uh, maintain the body temperature here. Yeah, and uh, also the uh, the sunshine time here 
would also be another matter because as you know the UK is in the northern part of the earth and uh, that would be uh, actually a quite uh, different sunshine pattern and in winter we have just a very soft period of the sunshine period and uh, in summertime we have a very long one and I uh, almost got the sunshine uh, probably starting from 3 a.m. up to um, up to about uh, probably uh, 10 p.m. or something very, very long sunshine time and this yeah. is kind of the, yeah this is kind of the thing actually need to be aware yeah and I think it's not that bad as people say but uh, it's just to uh, need to be clear and aware for these kind of things all right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you studied in Australia, and now we are in the UK. What are some of the cultural differences you experienced, you know, when you came to the UK between Australia and UK? Yeah, I think it's not big difference for in terms of culture. I would say yeah, because both is really become a world place, and that's why the people style and also the way of talking or maybe in terms of languages is very similar yeah and also in terms of building as well as you know australia is part of the uk before yeah long time long long time ago in terms of history so i uh, would be a, a a pretty pretty similar style i would say yeah so uh do not need to worry the uh that, that don't, don't have a uh, quite big difference between both yeah but i would uh, say uh the students uh, are pretty sure that they would be enjoying to study in both australia and uk because uh, they would find that the UK and also Australian people are very friendly and they uh, uh, actually talk, talk with you quite a lot even even though they have not know you before so really a good uh, good good sense for, for, for students to really study in Australia and UK Alright, so uh, what is a must-have experience in the UK according to yeah. you? Uh, according to, to myself, right? And for myself, I, I, I think my must-have experience is really do the camping and hiking just just accept the uh, the cold weather yeah <laughs> and also yeah, and also uh, i think uh visiting the museum in london and uh, there will be tons of museum in london and also visiting the castle especially in scotland they got uh, uh so many grand and also amazing castles in scotland and also visiting the uh, the musicals i love uh, lion king uh and also singing the rain and also Harry Potter musicals. <laughs> and uh, you will definitely love that, yeah. That's wonderful. Have you been to any of those? Yeah. 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 yeah, they enjoy too, yeah, because for Lion King is very uh, good uh, musical for even for kids as well, yeah. 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 And do you have any recommendations, like particular recommendations for, you know, student friendly places in the UK that students just have to visit if they're studying in the yeah, and definitely uh, for what I suggest, that would definitely I will also will recommend the student. And other than that, I will recommend the student to really uh, spend some time on uh, visiting the national parks in UK. And there will be 15 national parks in UK, and 10 of them actually in, in, in England, and 3 of them in uh, Wales, and 2 of them in Scotland. And uh, they are very massive one and a very big national park and uh, uh, very amazing. Uh, definitely some places they need to uh, visit. And the second is uh, quite funny uh, recommendation is trying to go to the uh, the Lord's Nest Nick to find the monster. Yeah, and it's actually a quite funny experience and see whether you could spot the monster there. Yeah, and also um, uh, I, I, I would recommend you to try the uh, the uh, famous dishes in uh, in the UK and I suggest the uh, fish and chips and also uh, haggis and also uh, a a all the breakfast and also some drinks like the uh, English breakfast tea and also whiskey etc. It's also very famous in the UK. Uh, Alright, 
Yeah, I, I I have been to once only because I stay in UK for just a couple of months only. I uh, moved from Hong Kong to UK uh, for about three months only. I visited okay. one which is, which is the uh, uh, district park. Yeah, and uh, that one is actually very close to my place. I stay in Midgeville, which is uh, in the Midland, and that uh, national park is also uh, located in Midland. Alright. Very amazing one because I drive there. Is, uh, uh, when I drive through there, I, I, I feel that amazing sense already. Yeah. A very, very big park and also uh, amazing uh, scenes there. Yeah. Very, very nice environment. Yeah. Did you have any gyms planned? Yeah, I would definitely uh, visit the other, uh, probably in Scotland because I love Castle. And that's why I also are trying to plan, uh, say for uh, the the um, the uh, uh, the holiday break for my kids, and I will probably drive to Scotland and go to visit the castle and also the national parks in Scotland. That's wonderful. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I will take some photos and share to you guys. Yeah, definitely. We we'll love to, you know, look at them and you know experience Scotland virtually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, what is the cost of living in the UK? You know, accommodation, food, and travel. Yeah, and uh, that would actually uh, 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 need to identify whether still study in London or outside London. Yeah, because I, I would say if you still study in the back city, just like London, and the uh, uh, costing would be uh, slightly huge. And uh, that would cost at least around uh, 16,000 uh, uh, UK pounds per year at least. Or maybe I would recommend you actually uh, just make the budget slightly more. Yeah, because the living uh, cost in, in London would be uh, more expensive. So out of London would be uh, slightly uh, less expensive, and uh, that could cost around about um, 13,000 uh, UK pounds per year. So uh, that would be uh, quite a big difference. Uh, uh, would be uh, uh, the key matter is whether you're studying in London or big cities. That amount also cover the accommodation costs, the leisure activities, uh, food and also utilities as well. True. So the cost varies depending on which city you're you know, yes. staying in and the type of accommodation. Correct, correct. Correct. Alright, so before we wrap up the session, um, do you ever get homesick? I'm sure a lot of international students, they, you know, feel homesick. So how do you deal with it? And do you have any tips for students? Yeah, I, I, uh, for myself, I definitely got the homesick time uh, when I studied in Australia. Especially, I miss my parents quite a lot. And also my sister. Yeah, because uh, I stayed with them for a pretty long time in Hong Kong. Yeah, and that's why when I leave them for a while, I definitely miss them. And I think uh, uh, this, would, this would be the same thing for many students. They would miss their family and friends. Yeah. So uh, trying to uh, be open-minded because um, uh, uh, if you study overseas, not really a long time. It's just a short period of time, just several years of studies. So that means uh, that could allow, really allow you to uh, to grow and learn and improve your ex uh, in, in sort of uh, grow and learn and also um, uh, explore more for uh, to learn become independent. So I think I'm uh, trying to use that time to uh, trying to see and learn more to know more people and uh, don't worry about you missing your friends because nowadays the uh, technology advancement will allow you to connect your parents and friends very easily. So do not need to get worry about that. Thank you. Before we start the you know rapid fire session, how can students decide which university you know to apply to? 
Yeah, I think uh, uh, this would be a very complicated matching process. Yeah, to be honest, for student point of view, they do not realize which university is a good one for them. If they just go around and surf uh, the website or maybe the world ranking, uh, they didn't tell you whether this university is best, uh, is best with you because they just actually are sort of the cost search engine only. When you key in all the uh, criteria, they just uh, tell you uh, uh, all the available options, but they didn't tell you which one is uh, the best fit option for you. So uh, the best thing is trying to approach AECC counselor, yeah, because I think that would uh, enable you to uh, talk with them, to uh, tell them about your criteria and requirement on uh, selecting your uh, options, and they could do a good matching for you. And uh, we also got AECC also got the um uh, the uh, the AECC skill test uh, to allow the students to do the uh, sort of the career assessment to uh, further confirm and verify their sort of career prospect, and also allow them to identify their future career easier. And uh, because uh, for university study, it would be a very career focus. That means uh, you need to pick the courses allow you to uh, become the professional you, you the professions you really want to pursue in the future. So uh, uh, trying to talk with the AECC counselor and also not just uh, getting the advices, and you can also approach the AECC counselor for the application process, and they could help you to verify the document and uh, uh, guide you to how to prepare the application, etc., and also help you to follow up the applications as well. Great. Thank you, Kelvin. Thank you for joining us, Kelvin. Yeah, really, thank you for Yeah. It was a pleasure talking to you and, you know, getting to look at Australia and the UK from your perspective. We really yeah, hope we can connect with you again soon and, you know, talk more. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, your time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Want to study in the UK? Get in touch with our expert guidance counsellors at accglobal.com slash contact us. Yeah. So, the last final session. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to answer really quick and full on fire. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, sure. okay. Since you have experience living both in Australia and the UK, we thought we'll mix up the questions a little bit. So these are questions based on UK as well as on Australia. So good luck. Okay. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Question number one: How many countries are there in the United Kingdom? Four. Great! <laughs> what is the name of UK's flag? Of the UK flag? Uh, Czech Union. Are you sure? UK, UK flag, right? Yeah, the name of the yeah. Um, UK flag. Yeah, the UK flag is called the Czech Union. Is it Czech Union or Union Czech? Oh, you all. <laughs> <Don't> you <laughs> <name>? <laughs> no, oh, I know no. that question. <laughs> oh, do you know what Australia's tallest bird is? Bird? Oh, Kiwi? Oh, no, no, no. It's the emu. Emu, yeah, emu, yeah, yeah emu, yeah. Yeah. All right. No point for that. <laughs> you have one point so far. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Question number four. What is the name of the Ferris wheel on the Thames River? Uh, it's a very world famous you know, Ferris wheel in the UK. 
I don't know. <laughs> the London Eye. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should go there sometime. <laughs> so, first question: What is the national sport of UK? Uh, the national sport uh, would be couple would be including football, tennis, and also boxing, and also swimming, uh, let go, and so, uh, cricket. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that would be quite a lot cricket. of the, ten, the top 10 sports in UK would be this kind of sport. No, the national sport of UK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cricket. Yeah, it's cricket. Yeah, it's cricket. Yeah. So the last question. Name three famous beaches in Australia. The beaches in Australia, the main beaches, many flies. Yeah. And also, um, uh, um, uh, 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 many people like uh, drinking, drinking beers. Yeah. And also, uh, many uh, kind of the uh, uh, people in Australia. Right. Yeah. So you've got two points. Two points only. Yeah. Not bad. Good job. Yeah, I'm quite disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's alright. <laughs> it's a fun game. Yeah, the the Czech Union and Union Czech guy. Yeah, make the wrong order. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's alright. I give you half a point for that. You were right, yeah. but just it got mixed up a little. So yeah, you got yeah. two points and a brownie point. <laughs> for consolation. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. So, what's your favorite region in Australia? My favorite region? Right. Have you been to the Bondi Beach? Yeah, don't that beach. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I, uh, uh, Wuhan is actually uh, uh, south of uh, Sydney, just one hour by train. I used to go to Sydney quite a lot, and uh, uh, because I got some friends actually studying in Sydney, yeah, and that's why I usually would uh, go in the regular basis to just uh, gathering to them in the yeah, yeah, just yum cha or something, yeah. Yeah, because as you know, uh, it's quite famous to do yum cha in, in Sydney. Yeah, because the Chinatown is quite big in in, in Sydney. Thank you. Great. Right. Alright, yeah. thank you. Thank you for listening to the ACC Global Podcast. Do you have questions or recommendations? You can email us and we'll get right back to you. And if you want to study at a university of your dreams, all you're going to do is book a free consultation and meet our education experts. It's that simple. Bye.